Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 90 of the Sean Light Podcast. Episode 90, here we are, 10 away from the big 100. Today, today I was doing some, some, uh, doing some work early this morning and trying to figure some stuff out and t- typically the way that I my podcasts the the subjects for my podcasts come into my mind is I'll just be going throughout my work toiling uh, as Napoleon Hill says uh, and something will just kind of pop into my head I'm like man that that would be that would be something that's really cool to talk about and today you know I was honestly I was just kind of thinking about the NBA and and the not strength and conditioning side of it or anything, but just like the general NBA playoffs. And I'm like really surprised uh, that the Miami Heat are doing as well as they are. And I mean, they're they're a good team, of course, uh, but you know, like the Bucks are the favorites and, and you would expect like, you know, I guess they're, they're in the other conference, but the Lakers and the Clippers and, you know, those guys are really the blue bloods of, of the NBA today. Uh, but the, but the Bucks are, no, the Bucks are gone, and let me. I think I believe it's a two-one series lead for the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. And as a basketball player myself, I look back at these. I look back at this, uh, and I and I watched their games, and I watched the Heat play the Bucks. I watched the the Heat just absolutely stomp the Bucks out of the playoffs. Uh, and the the word that kept coming into my mind was dog uh and i look i watch like jimmy butler and the dude is just the dude the dude is a dog like he's a grinder and like these guys just have more heart and they just out toughed him i'm like geez if they just get these guys to the fourth quarter they're going to win because they're just tougher and i you know i watch uh, i watch my alma mater quinnipiac university play and and i watch the way that they you know their new style of basketball playing against uh the other teams in the league uh, and while Quinnipiac is talented, we don't have a lot of dogs on the team, right? There's just not a lot of toughness. Uh, so when they go up against more of these like inner city teams, uh, St. Peter's, uh, Iona, Manhattan, these guys, they just have teams that are tough. And at that level of college basketball, toughness wins. And what you're seeing is that the NBA, the toughness wins as well. Well, uh, how does that relay to to everything that I'm doing in my life and uh, everything that you're doing in your life. And it's, it really comes back to the analogy of you have to burn your boats. Do you know, have you heard the story of the, of, I don't know what the title of it is, but the burn your boat story. Have you ever heard that before? If you haven't allow me to regale you this, this beautiful tale. So a, a long time ago, many centuries ago, a, a very respected uh, military general was taking his army uh, across like the sea, uh, and they were going to they were going to fight a very a, a much more powerful army. So their boats are going across the sea. They they're coming up on the island. They finally the 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 uh, the boats run ashore and. And everybody gets off the boats and they all run up to the to the general uh, for for instruction. And the general says he gives him the order. He said, "The first thing that we're going to do here is we're going to take we're going to we're going to take some torches and we're going to burn the boats." 
And everyone's kind of like, oh my gosh, like why would we burn the boats? And he said, because the only way that you're going to be able to leave this island is either as a winner or is dead. And this tale, and who knows whether it's even true or not, but this tale has grown uh, very popular, a lot, much so in the entrepreneurial community, very much so in the in the self help community. And I think about that, and I think about, you know, and my my job today is to help you. It's to help you find a way to take something in your life to the next level, right? And one of the things that I have that I I find is a very big disconnect between myself and you, the listener, uh, is mindset. And like my mind is really tuned up. It's really sharp. And I know what it feels like to fail. I know what it feels like to be fired from a job. I know what it feels like to struggle to put something out there that nobody likes to take, uh, to take criticism. Just this morning, just this morning, guys, I had somebody uh, write to me on Instagram about how I, <laughs> how, uh, that, how I'm really annoying. Uh, and I need to tone it back a little bit. And it's, you know, it's whatever, like literally whatever. And it's just the way that it goes. So I, I understand what this feels like, but I, I truly believe that the separating factor between who I am and who you are is the, is my mindset. It, 100%. I have no doubt about that. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's, it's my greatest asset. And I think about, so, so it, my job is to find a way to take you down this road and get you to this endpoint. It's, it's to, uh, through courses and speeches and consulting and coaching, it's to find a way to take you from the point that you're at right now to a, a better mindset. So I'm always thinking of ways I can, I can make that happen. And, you know, in the back of my mind is always this analogy of you got to burn the boats, you got to burn the boats. And there's really nothing scarier than burning the boats. Right. And, you know, I, I mean, if we're translating that to now, it would be like uh, all of your safety nets are gone. So, for example, let's say that, uh, let's say that, uh, let's say you have a nine to five job, right? So you got like five k in the bank, and you really want to open up your own gym, okay? And you're you you don't want to quit your job yet because you have a steady cash flow coming in, but you can tell that it's holding you back from actually opening up this gym. Uh, burning your boats would be quitting your job. And now you have no other options but to make that happen. So I, I think about this. And, and I recently watched a, a Shark Tank episode where Barbara Corcoran, one of the sharks, she came out and said that uh, she doesn't invest in rich kids' companies, meaning that if your parents are wealthy, she doesn't want to invest in your if in your company if you started one. And the sharks kind of looked at her looked at her funky, like, "Wow, are you really saying this?" But it, it really does make a lot of sense because if you have these safety nets, if you have income, if you have uh, guaranteed safety at the end of the day, it's just hard to get yourself to to be in that mindset, to really grind it out, to be a dog like Jimmy Butler and be a dog like the Miami Heat. It's, you know, when you, you know, I look at Quinnipiac and Quinnipiac has, quite frankly, they have the best facilities, the best, as far as I believe, as far as I know, like at least a very competitive campus, campus life. And, and as it's as good as it gets at Quinnipiac University to be on the basketball team, a beautiful arena, beautiful weight room. Uh, I mean, multi-million dollar scoreboard there. I mean, they have beautiful, uh, beautiful gear and everything. It's just an absolutely unbelievable, uh, unbelievable facility and experience to play basketball at Quinnipiac. But 
maybe they have too many safety nets, right? Maybe they're maybe they're just too comfortable. Uh, in when I when I worked for the Lakers, I always said that the worst part about being on the Lakers when I was their strength coach was the forty eight minutes of game time that they had because they sucked and they were losing. But when they left the building, they were the freaking Lakers. They were phenomenal, and nobody cared. Like even though the Clippers were way better, nobody cared about the Clippers. They all wanted to be with the Lakers, and every second they spent outside of the facility and outside of the building was incredible. They they were you know I mean they were kings of kings of the castle, and so they had we have all these like safety nets for for these people that are that are built in, and it's really it's really hard to get into the mindset of a dog of somebody who can be a grinder and actually do something if you have safety nets if you haven't burned your boats and it's just it, it's it's really fascinating to think about that so and i wonder you know i wonder how we can help people burn their boats how we can help people burn their boats safely with confidence um and then even so and like taking it to the next level i would say to myself i would think and i did think this that you know 30 minutes before i started recording this podcast was okay well at at the same time sean you have safety nets, right? Like you, you, you haven't burned all of your boats. You still have, there's still things out there that will catch you if you fall. So what if you really did burn all your boats? And for me, I know that my family will take care of me if, if I hit rock bottom or I, I, everything fails and everything blows up in my face. I always know that my family's going to be there. And, and, Look, I, I know I know that to be true. Um, my family is just a constant in my life. That's not going to be something that is ever going to get burned, and that's not something, of course, I'm willing to burn. But I started thinking about it and going through it. I'd be like, what What would be like the absolute, you know, absolutely incinerating all of my boats? What would What would be that situation? And I thought about it. I was like, okay, so what am I most scared of? What am I most afraid of? And I would say that the thing that scares me the most is going to prison. <laughs> now, not that I'm at risk of this to my knowledge, uh, but I, I would say that even more, more so than dying, I would say that going to prison is probably the scariest possible outcome for me in my life. So I said, right now I have a goal. So by December 1st, I'm gonna, I, have a, I have a revenue goal that, I wanna set, that I've already set. And then I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm being focused, I'm focused, I'm focused, I wanna get there, I wanna get there, I wanna get there, and I'm fighting to stay there in that mindset. Okay. So I have this revenue goal that I want to hit by December 1st. So I said to myself, Sean, what would change if on December 1st, you didn't hit that goal? They were going to take you to federal prison. What would be, what would be the mindset shift? What would be the productivity shift? And quite frankly, like when I started thinking about this, I realized that it would be pretty drastic that a lot would get cut out from my life. I would probably do a lot more. I'd be willing to suck it up more on, I would be willing to suck it up way, almost entirely more uh, on how much I'm sleeping, when I'm waking up, what am I, what kind of fun things that I'm doing, uh, how focused I am on every day, what things I'm focused on because I want to hit this revenue goal, right? So the, the, the purpose of the exercise and well, this really the unintentional purpose of this exercise was for me to, get an idea of what it would be like if I really did burn the boats and see the gap between that action, that type of person and where I am right now. And there is a gap. So I need to, I need to adjust. I need to figure things out. I need to, I need to make adjustments to close that gap so that 
I can have that dog mentality uh, and ultimately succeed at the goal that I set forth for myself. So I think for you, uh, I think it would be really helpful to think about the goal that you set for yourself. And I think it's really important to be very specific and set a timeline for your goal. So let's say by the end of the year, you want to make 25K. Okay. Let's just say that. Okay. And actually, you know what? New Year's is coming up. Let's just say we're, we're leading up into that. Because I think there's some cool stuff that we can do uh, leading up into New Year's to make your 2021 incredible. All right. So in in uh, it's let's say in 2021 you want to make a hundred thousand dollar salary. Okay. However you want, however that shakes out for you, that's what your that's what your goal is. Okay. How can you uh, let so 365 days, hundred thousand dollars? What is the scariest possible outcome? for you in your life. All right, we'll use the prison example for me. Let's say on December 31st, 2021, they were going to send you to federal prison if you didn't acquire a $100,000 salary. Now, no matter what your thoughts are on that, or what the goal, you can you can flip-flop the goal, you can flip-flop uh, the, you know, the, 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 the consequence. But whatever, whatever that works for you, what type of person, what type of mindset would you have? What type of work ethic would you have? What things would you cut out of your life? What things would you stop doing? What things would you start doing? Right? And I think when you start asking yourself, start asking yourself these questions, you'll start realizing the difference between a highly successful person or somebody who's successful at this goal and somebody who's not successful at this goal. And I, and and I just it's it's a really interesting, uh, like reflective process to help you close the gap and and almost just kind of shed some light on the actual problem at hand. So I'd encourage you guys all to do that. I encourage you all to check that out uh, and just you know just have some fun with that. Think about that a little bit and get the mind going. I you know I. I, I the, the longer I'm in this game, folks, uh, the longer I real or the more that I realize that truly the only thing that stands in the way of you and your and and your goals is focus is uh your mind those that is i swear to god that is the only thing that's in your way uh, and i know that that's hard to get your mind around no pun intended but it is just absolutely ridiculously important okay so at the very least start getting the ball rolling down that process down, down that hill so that you can start making some small changes and slowly work your way up to the bigger ones does that sound good does that sound like something that you can do excellent ladies and gentlemen you know the drill go out and have an awesome day